Bidzy Small Business Society number 86. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoff. We talk to entrepreneurs and small business owners about what it takes to succeed as a small business owner. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text, and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Welcome everyone to another episode of Bidzy's Small Business Society. Today I'm talking with Aaron Walker. Aaron is a successful businessman, life coach, and mentor. 35 years of entrepreneurship and marriage have given him a wealth of experience which has translated into success in eight, yes, that's eight lucrative businesses. One of his crowning achievements is the sale of his retail business to a Fortune 500 company. Not only is he active in his business community, but Aaron also participates in civic endeavors and is an active member at his local church. We welcome you, Aaron. Can you tell us more about yourself and what it is that you do? Well, thanks, Rob. You know, I need to update that bio because you cheated me out of two businesses and three years of entrepreneurship. <laughs> so I need to update my bio. 10 businesses and then uh, 38 years. Yeah, it's been really cool. Robin and I have been married 36 years now. We got married, Rob, two weeks out of high school. So we've been together. We helped raise each other. I taught her how to drive. So we've been together a long time. Now we get to enjoy our two daughters, which are 30 and 33 years old. They happen to each work for me. They're my assistants. And so I get to see them each and every day. And that's a real blessing. We have five grandchildren from three months old to 14 years old. And so I get to spend every day with my grandchildren, my children, and doing what I enjoy doing, and that's coaching men how to become extraordinary. And so my life has been really uh, a journey. It's been uh, ups and downs like all entrepreneurs, but I started early at 18, starting my first business. I'm 55 years old now, 10 businesses. I've retired three times. My wife said that's more than the law allows. <laughs> and uh, I retired at 50 and a couple of my mastermind buddies that I've been in mastermind with now for 20 years, Dave Ramsey and Dan Miller and Ken Abraham, some of those guys encouraged me to be a coach. And Rob, I resisted it at first. I said, I'm done. I've been working since I was 13 years old. I'm 50. I'm done. And they said, you've got too long to live and too much to offer. 
So we started coaching and uh, now we have national and international clients. We have seven mastermind groups. We have uh, 250 guys in our community from all over the world now. And I get to spend every day, man, doing what I enjoy. Man, just great stuff, Aaron. Just creating that lifestyle on your own terms. Love it. Now, you talked about entrepreneurship being a series of ups and downs. I want to talk about some of your challenges in as much or as little detail as you like, but what were some of the challenges that you faced in business or otherwise, Aaron? You know, one of them was the most horrific thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life, and it turned out to be a catalyst of the paradigm shift of my life, and I'll explain it to you. At 18, I opened my first business. I retired at 27 after selling out to a Fortune 500 company. Took 18 months off, went into another business for 10 years, had a dream schedule. I worked three days a week, all four days, and I did that for a decade with a great partner. We really had a great time and a great business. And then everything changed for me, Rob, when I turned 40 years old. Uh, August 1st, 2001, I'm headed to the office. Things are great. It's hot and humid and muggy here in Nashville like it is in August. And I'm just enjoying the drive-in, 7.30 in the morning. A gentleman was crossing a four-lane highway to catch a metro bus and didn't look my way. And unfortunately, uh, it ended in uh, me killing a pedestrian that was crossing the street. He just didn't look my way, just didn't see me. And from that moment on, my life has been different and the way it's been so, and we'll go into details if you would like. My life had been all about success up until that point. And I started doing deep dives into myself and trying to figure out what my identity was and my ideals, things that were important to me. And I discovered that everything, Rob, up until this point was about myself. And it really made me embarrassed and made me feel guilty. And I decided to sell the business, and we did. Robin and I took the next five years off. We didn't do anything. We traveled. We built another house, kind of change of environment. And then finally, it got my legs back under me. You know, you can only imagine, and I know you've had a similar experience, what that takes out of you. But it made me focus on having more significance in my life over success. Hey, look, man, I can tell you from experience that certainly that perspective shifts. And I'm not going to get into too many details of my own journey here, Aaron. This is your platform. But if anyone is interested in hearing more of my story and how that relates to what Aaron is talking about, go back to episode zero and take a listen and you'll certainly find some parallels. Aaron, thanks so much for sharing that story. Tough stuff. And I know it's tough to be vulnerable in this way. So thanks for that. Now, can you take us back 38 years? What was happening around you, Aaron, when you told yourself that you were going to be an entrepreneur? You know, I can't say, Rob, that I decided one day I'm going to be an entrepreneur because I was raised in an environment that was very humble beginnings, if you will. We lived in about a 700-square-foot house, four children, my mom and dad. My dad was a general contractor, never made probably over $15,000 a year in his life. Money wasn't important to my dad. He wanted to hunt and fish and be with his family, which is very honorable, but he was a terrible business person, right? He didn't teach me anything about business. And I just knew that there was other things out there that I wanted to accomplish and to achieve. I knew that I didn't come from a privileged background, so I didn't have the ability to go out on my own by myself. And so I enlisted a couple of guys that were in the community that owned the 21st largest insurance agency in the country at the time. They were very, very wealthy. 
and I approached them with a partnership arrangement. And it took about 90 days to work through the details. They agreed. We went into equal partnership, a third, a third, a third. And uh, I worked my way through that over the next 10 years, buying one of them out and then selling to the Fortune 500 company and then going out on my own. And so my mom, when I was a child, would never allow us to say the word can't. She said, you might not be able to do it, but you're going to at least try. Well, as a direct result of that, things that I tried worked. And it built self-esteem, and I had great self-confidence because the things I was doing worked. And she had a little saying that has become my mantra, can't, couldn't do it, and could, did it all. And I think about that oftentimes now. Rob, my wife even uses it against me. She'll say, I'm not sure you can do this. And I'm like, Robin, what are you doing? You know I've got to do it now <laughs> to prove to you that I can because of that little mantra that my mom spoke into my life. Well, as a result of that, I became very focused. You know, I had limited education. Now I've got on-the-job training and experience. But I had little formal education. I had enough credits in the beginning of my junior year of high school to graduate, so I didn't even have to go my junior and senior year because I went to night school and summer school for about 18 months. And I didn't didn't want to go to college. I just didn't want to go. I wanted to work. And so I really dove into the business and worked hard. You know, I was very relentless in working. We delayed gratification when Robin and I got married two weeks out of high school. Uh, We said we may never get this opportunity again because, Rob, she came from a less privileged background than I did, if you can only imagine that. So we didn't have anything. And I said, Robin, we can't mess this up. We may never get this chance again. So we decided to not increase our lifestyle. We decided we we had a 600-square-foot condo we lived in the first year we got married. And then we bought a little house and raised our children in that house, very modest $79,000 house. And we said, we're going to take all the money we make and we're going to pour it back into the business. So we had a 10-year loan to start with at the first business, and we paid it off in 36 months. We went on and bought our second store, same scenario, went to the bank, borrowed the money, paid it off in four years. And we repeated that four times. We lived on the same salary for nine years. We didn't increase our salary or our lifestyle. And uh, we had some of the perks and fringe benefits of owning a business, but we didn't increase our income. And then that afforded me the opportunity to sell to a Fortune 500 company because we had something big enough that they wanted. My point in the story is, is pay attention what you're doing and learn to delay gratification because the greater good long term is better than the immediate gratification. So just pay attention to how you do things going forward. Delay that gratification. I mean, there's no reason that we need that new car with that first paycheck, right, Aaron? Well, no, you don't need that brand new car at any time. (laughs) (laughs) If you'll read The Millionaire Next Door, it tells you that 87% of all millionaires buy a two-year-old car, right? They let somebody else take the beating. So anyway, you can do what you want, but here's the thing that a lot of people pay attention to. It's not even the price What are my payments? That's what they want to know. Oh, I can afford that. Yeah, for the next 72 months at 12% interest, you know, you pay for the car three times. So just pay attention to what you do. Be very frugal. Be conservative in the beginning and learn to delay gratification. And then when you get a little bit older, you sell your business or you quit your occupation and you can have residual income or passive income that'll take you through to the end of your life. 
Let's go back to that mantra, can't, couldn't do it, and could, did it all. I mean, with that mantra, that's allowed you some perks and benefits, like you said, in your businesses and in your life. So, Aaron, what are the rewards? What do you take away from your businesses? Yeah, it's not just financial, Rob. So let's talk through that for a second. My immediate uh, interest was in success, you know, and we we did have success. I'm not wealthy, but we've done okay in a number of businesses and we've had all the stuff and I don't want to take away from that. Rob, the worst thing on earth to me, it's a pet peeve, is for a person that has money to say, money doesn't mean anything. And I want to go, you liar. <laughs> It does mean something. Just take it away from you and see how important it is. Sure, it's important. Just don't make it your God. Don't make it your central focus because the the view that you're going to get from the top someday is not going to be what you anticipate if your sole focus is on just the financial rewards. And we did that. We had the big house. We had a vacation home in the mountains. And we had a condo in Destin. And I'm not saying that to boast. I, I'm not saying that. And it felt good for a few minutes. But later, the reality of that set in and then all the expenses that come with that and all the trials and tribulations, people say, yeah, I'd like to experience that for a little while. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's inherently wrong. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying there's great cost associated with it from a time management standpoint and the financial resources it takes to take care of those things. Greg McCowan wrote a great book called Essentialism. And in that book, he very masterfully details how that we can't do 10 or 15 things well. What we need to do is get the things that are unimportant out of our way, focus on the vital few things, hone in, niche down to two or three things and do those things well. Now we become an inch wide and a mile deep versus an inch deep and a mile wide because the urban myth is that uh, we can, you know, multitask. That's not true. You, you cannot physically think about two things simultaneously and give 100% to either one. If you want to really become good, you really want to provide a service or you really want to have a product that is excellent, niche down to that, focus on that and it will provide all the resources that you want. So we've done that in our businesses. We've really become laser focused. And Greg teaches it in his book, Essentialism, one of the probably top five books I've read in the past three or four years. It's really, really good. I need to call Greg and tell him I need a dollar for every one of those books I've <laughs> sold for him. I've sold more of those books for him than he has himself. But Yeah, get that affiliate get, program going with yeah, him. Yeah, I need to. Yeah. But, <laughs> but anyway... It's really a great book. The second thing is there's another great book out there. I don't get anything out of these book recommendations, but Carol Dweck wrote a great book called Mindset, and it is paramount in everything that you do. You have to have a growth mindset, not a fixed mindset. Carol really lays it out nicely in her book, talking about with enough time, enough due diligence, enough coaching, enough uh, resourceful things from yourself, you can do most everything that you want to do. The The opposite of that is people that have a fixed mindset. Well, it's the way I am. It's the way I was raised. That's just my personality. That's just not true. And I even have family members oftentimes that'll say, well, that's just the way I am. And I said, well, you need to change <laughs> because it's not working well for you taking that. And our attitude, Rob, is the only thing that we're in 100% control over. And you need to develop an attitude in life of 
I can do it. I do have a growth mindset. The thing that has made the biggest impact on my life personally was that automobile accident in 2001. Let me explain why. Success was very important to me. I wanted to have financial wherewithal. I wanted to have a schedule that I could dictate each and every day what I wanted to do. If I want to work or go fish and play golf, you know, I, I could. And I've been afforded that opportunity now. And so it's, it's worked out well for me. The third thing that I found out that is most important is relationships. When my dad died in 2006, I stood at the funeral home and greeted the persons that were there to pay their condolences. It took an hour and a half to get through the line. The line was to the parking lot. Six and a half hours, I stood there shaking hands with people, paying their condolences, saying, Aaron, let me tell you what your dad did for me. Let me tell you what your dad said to me. Let me tell you how he edified me and encouraged me and empowered me, how he smiled and gave the kids candy. Rob, let me tell you, not one person in six and a half hours made any uh, comment whatsoever on my dad having a nice boat, a nice house, a nice car. Yet we spend 95% of our time, our waking hours each and every day, trying to gain more possessions. We need to focus on the relationships because at the end of the day, nobody cares what you have. At the end of the day, it's not going to give you what you think. At the end of the day, empowering, encouraging others, being significant in the lives of people that you have uh, influence over is what's really going to make a difference in your life. So the significance part of life is what we need to focus on more. Guys, let's really strive for that life of significance for ourselves and for those around us and really define success on our own terms. Right, Aaron? Exactly. I can't identify what's success for you, right? I can't overlay on top of you my values, my understanding of success or significance. You have to determine that on your own. Let's go back a little bit to what you talked about, you know, niching down. So there's a lot of noise out there, especially on social media and, you know, email marketing. So let's talk about different ways that you market and actually uh, connect with your customers and your audience. When we started in business, I wanted to be on 15 platforms. I said, we're going to master all these, right? You name it, we're going to do it. Well, first of all, it's exhausting. Second of all, it's very expensive to throw the kind of resources you need to to be effective. And finally, we started studying our avatar, the person that we communicate with on a regular basis, and they weren't on all those platforms. It wasn't important that I had this many likes here or this many followers there because it wasn't my customer. It wasn't the ideal persona that I was looking for. And what we've come to discover, there's three platforms that our avatar is on. That's Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. That's where the people I coach are at. So we don't even pay attention to the other medians now. We don't even look at those. They're, they're good and it's nice, but it's exhausting. So why do I want to spend the effort, the energy, and the resources to be good on something that my customer is not there? So we focus all of our energy on those three platforms. Aaron, please go into it a little deeper. Define the avatar. What is an avatar and why is it important for small business owners and entrepreneurs to define that avatar? Well, okay, so we have a lifestyle business, so, you know, it's location independent for me. I can be anywhere. I can coach people all over the planet. doesn't matter where you're at, nationally or internationally. We have customers in various countries. Uh, my avatar is a male, and nothing against females, but we coach men because I've been in accountability groups and mastermind groups now for 30-plus years. So I know men. I know how they think. And so I have elected to coach men. 95% of my avatar are entrepreneurs. They're not corporate executives. 
because they think differently. Neither one thinks better than the other. They just think differently. So from 28 years old to 55 years old are, is my target audience. So I know where they go. I know what they think about. I know the mediums that they use to communicate on. I know where they have lunch. I know the colors they like. I know everything <laughs> there is on average with my avatar. And so I don't have to go through all these other platforms to reach my target audience. And you just really need to hone in. Well, by doing that, I've eliminated about 80% of the persons that I need to talk to. So I know exactly where to go. Aaron, let's get right into your wheelhouse. Why is it so important to have that coach, that mentor to help us navigate through the world of business and just life in general? You know, it sounds a little bit self-serving, Rob. I'm a life and business <laughs> coach, right? So I, obviously, I'm going to say that it makes a difference. But even before I got into this, I had mentors, I had coaches, I've hired people to do various things. Uh, I've had psychological coaches that are in Dallas, Texas. I've had LinkedIn coaches, social media coaches, uh, personal coaches, uh, you know, sports coaches, and here's the thing. A lot of people will say, well, I don't even need a coach. I can figure this out on my own. And I ask them if they know anything about the Sports Hall of Fame. And they say, a little bit. I said, do you know there's not a single sports, uh, an athletic figure that's been inducted to the Hall of Fame that didn't have at least one coach? It's not necessarily that the coach is better. It's just they take a different perspective and they work on particular things. They can get you there faster. It's not that you couldn't figure it out because you could figure it out. I'm a smart guy, and most things I could figure out on my own. But why would I want to take 10 years to figure out something that a coach can help me uncover in a year? It just takes you there faster. Plus, we only have one lens. We can only see things one way, the way we were raised, what we read, what we study. But when you have trusted advisors, there's wisdom in the counsel of the multitudes, so when you have people that can speak into your life from different vantage points that have nothing to gain or lose, why would they not tell you the truth? And once you know the truth, then you can go and implement from there. So many times we'll do things and other people don't want to hurt your feelings or they don't want to say anything and you trudge in the mud for long periods of time. Coaches just can allow you to get there much faster. Man, I really think we need that outside perspective, someone to hold us accountable and, you know, for lack of a better term, just call us on our crap, you know, to change our mindset when we're stuck or when we tell ourselves that's the way I am or that's the way I was raised, right? You know, Gay Hendricks wrote a great book called The Upper Limit. Uh, it's called The Big Leap, and it discusses your upper limit challenges. We all have upper limit challenges. We bump up to a ceiling, and there's a place that we just can't go through. You either think, I'm not qualified, I'm not capable, I don't have what it takes. There's these voices that we hear. And a coach helps you push through that. It's just like having someone, I have a trainer, helps me work out. I'll get to that third set, you know, six reps in and I got six more to go. And he's like, you can do this. And he puts his finger on the bar, right? It's not that he's even pushing. It's just that I feel like there's help there and I can get through the other six reps. It's the same way with a coach. We just think we can't do it. They're there to challenge you. They're there to encourage you. The accountability piece is a big, big piece. You know, oftentimes we wouldn't push through if we didn't have someone there. And so it offers so many dynamics. It, it just helps you to get to a place where you want to get that you can't do alone. A couple more questions here, Aaron. 
So do you love to win or hate to lose and why? Yeah, I love to win. Uh, and the reason is because it's hard to have a view from the top if you're not a winner. Now, if you had to boil this thing down, Aaron, you had one client left and you could tell them only one thing about succeeding as, a, as an entrepreneur, what would that be? Build relationships each and every day intentionally. And create that life of significance as a result. So what does the future look like for you and your business? You know, I don't know exactly what the future looks like outside of I'm going to continue to be obedient to what I'm called to do each and every day, and that's to help ordinary men become extraordinary. I don't know if that means having 250 in our community or our tribe or if it means 12,500. I don't know what that looks like, but I know each and every day that I'm going to work very diligently to touch as many people's lives as I can so they can accomplish their dreams and goals. And Aaron, I want to help you do that right now. I understand you have a free gift for our listeners. Do you want to talk about that right now? I've got three resources that I use on a regular basis, and I wrote these. One is called a personal assessment. To where, Rob, you take this 30 questions, and it covers your identity, your ideals, your faith, your career, your family, your relationships outside of your home. And it asks you very pointed questions just to get you thinking, thought-provoking questions. There's not a right or wrong answer. It's just to get you thinking. The second document is called, What Do I Want? And Rob, quite honestly, most people don't know what they want. I ask this question often geographically and financially. If you had no limitations, what would you do with your life tomorrow? Most people can't answer that question because they're too busy in the grind. They're in the hustle. They're just trying to make it. They don't live proactively. They live reactively. And I think we all should design a life that we want to live, not our, what our parents want us to live, or our neighbors, but what we want to live. And I think you can do that very intentionally. This document helps you do that. People understand who they are. They know what they want, but they don't know what to do next. And I wrote personal productivity steps to a productive day. And these three documents I've put on a landing page called viewfromthetop.com forward slash Bidzy, B-I-D-S-Y, all in lowercase letters. I've taken the price off. I'm giving them to your audience. So go there, download those. Maybe those resources will help you become more successful as well as significant. Thank you, Aaron. Very, very generous. Again, that is viewfromthetop.com slash Bidzy. Go there now and download those documents for free. Now, if people want to learn more about you and your business, how can they connect with you? Two things I want to tell you. First of all, everything that you need is at viewfromthetop.com. Twitter is at VFT Coach. I love to communicate with people on Twitter. Two things I want to mention. First of all, in the fall, I'm going to be releasing my book, View from the Top. Keep an eye out for that. But if you want more of what we're doing at a very affordable rate, $37 a month, you can be a member of our tribe, listen to live webinars with me facilitating and interviewing great guests. We've had countless multimillionaires and billionaires that we've interviewed over the course of uh, doing these webinars. We have a private forum. You can ask questions, make connections, get great resources, and it's like a buck a day. You know, you can't get cheaper than that. It's called the community and we have guys now literally from all over the world that are participating and lives are being changed. And I'd love for you to get involved in our community. 
And it sounds like uh, if you are between the ages of 28 and 55 and you're a male entrepreneur, you've got an extremely valuable resource just waiting for you at your fingertips here. Aaron, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care, man. Thanks, Rob. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today. 